0: Men, women across America around the world who have been lit on fire by the power of Pentecost, where we believe a man must be born again, and women and children too. It's not this newfangled kind of uh, reformed religion, and many of you are involved in that and don't really even realize you're involved in it. Here's how you can know. Are people being born again at your altars? Are they being saved? Do you understand? Are they becoming new creatures? Is there tremendous life change by a dynamic encounter of being born again by the Holy Spirit? There's another key. Is there Holy Spirit manifestation? Do you see the gifts of the Spirit? Tongues interpretation of tongues, prophecy, the word of wisdom, the word of knowledge, discerning of spirits, wonder-working faith, the working of miracles, the gifts of healings, the apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, teacher, are they in manifestation? Is Mark 16 a hallmark of the doctrine and, and, and the ethos of, of your church. What does that mean? These signs shall follow them that believe in my name, Jesus said. They will cast out devils. Is that going on? They will speak with other tongues. That's right. They will take on the devil offensively. If they drink any deadly thing, it shall not harm them. Is anybody listening to me? And here's what we're going to talk about today. They shall lay their hands on the sick and they shall recover. I've got good, good news for you tonight. Every lonely heart, get prepared. Every burdened soul, get ready. Every tormented and afflicted person, Be ready for a touch from God. Those of you that need a miracle, the atmosphere of expectancy is the breeding ground of your miracle. Are you expecting a miracle? I am for you. I've been anticipating it since we said goodbye last Wednesday night. I need you to let every person you know know there is a miracle working, healing, delivering, anointing upon Pastor Rod this evening. This is no ordinary time. This is an extraordinary time for you to receive your every need met by the glorious power of the word of God and his holy, holy, holy anointing. Get prepared. Don't think about somebody else. God's not coming by right now for somebody else. There's somebody watching right now who did not get online just because they didn't have anything better to do. No, no, no. They did not show up to see what God was going to do for somebody else. Somebody that was tempted to discard your faith is about to direct your faith. And instead of discarding your faith and giving up, tonight, the anointing of God is resting upon me to help you direct your faith and be lifted up every burden removed by the yoke-destroying, burden-removing, anointing of the blessed Holy Spirit. Now, you, my dear precious friend, are my online VIP. Whether you are watching on Instagram or you are watching on Facebook, or you are watching on YouTube, or you are watching at rodparsley.com, whether you are watching on WHC Life, we are here for you around the world at this moment, right now, and I need you to lock in with me. We're not going to be here a long time. God is moving already. Now, I want you to notice that picture behind me. Mr. Producer, if you could just leave us right there, that'd be wonderful. I just thank God for that precious woman. Now, I don't know if you noticed it or not, she looks quite a bit like me. We have a distinct resemblance. That is Mother Parsley. Now, most folks, Think that Mother Parsley preached the gospel her whole life? That's not so. In the denomination that we were bound in, women were not permitted to bring the Word of God. They they were not permitted in the pulpit. They could teach a little bit of Sunday school, but that was it. When I received the call to preach, my mother became the strongest advocate I have ever had and just it's, I remember her driving me I would preach 120 to 150 nights a year on the road as a young man and I never went anywhere alone and I was not ashamed that my mother traveled with me and that healing anointing came upon her so strongly in the call to preach so in about Mm, let's see, would have been 1986, she began to preach this glorious gospel. She had a very rare anointing of the laying on of hands. Many of you can respond right now that she laid hands on you by the tens and tens of thousands. Most of you don't know that the enemy attempted to take her out with a heart attack when she was only 29 years of age, 29, her heart actually fractured. She's written down in the medical journals as the first woman to ever have sustained and lived through that particular kind of a heart attack up to that time. I remember as a young boy hanging over the, the seat in front of me in the automobile and listening to my mother scream, God let me live. God let me live to see my babies grown. That's why I told her I, I never would get grown. That way she couldn't go on to heaven. God healed her. Miraculously, there was a woman in 1969 coming through Columbus, Ohio. You may have heard of her. Her name was Catherine Kuhlman. Well, our particular denomination did not believe in healing by the laying on of hands. They believed God would do something if it was his will, which is an excuse, you understand, for faith. Am I talking to anybody? My mother had a sister whose daughter, my cousin, at 17 years of age was dying of leukemia, of Hodgkin's disease. She would take a hairbrush and scrub her own skin until she bled because she just itched so horribly from all the treatments. Well, they decided to go to Sister Catherine Kuhlman's meeting in Columbus, Ohio. My mother went, she was sitting on the end of a a row of pews. Sister Kuhlman came down off the platform with that flowing gown those long fingers, and she pointed toward a woman, and that woman was instantly healed. My mother witnessed that, just a few rows in front of her. So my mother began to cry out to God, weeping and and pleading with God on behalf of my cousin dying in the hospital at that time. Mrs. Kuhlman looked at her and with one flick of that powerful wrist of hers, she said these words to my mother, don't beg God. Would you type that right now? Would you write it down in your Bible? Would you get a notepad and write it down? Don't beg God. You're not a beggar. You're, not a, you're a child of God. Jesus shed his blood for you. And I'm going to say it again. If God hadn't wanted to heal you, he shouldn't have. That's the reason I wanted that picture of Mother Parsley behind me this evening as I talk to you. And every time you look at it, you hear those words, don't beg God. Sister Kuhlman had learned healing is a children's bread. You don't have to beg God, you don't have to plead with God. Why would you plead with me to be Rod Parsley? That's who I am. Healing is God's name, Jehovah. Rafika, the God who, oh, I feel the anointing right now. Receive it. Receive the mighty power of God. I rebuke those ear infections right now. I rebuke every fever that just keeps coming up because it's running rampant across the land. Your Bible says in the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 28, that fever is part of the curse. And Galatians 3.13 plainly says, Christ has, past tense, redeemed us, purchased us back by paying the sacrificial price of his shed blood, redeemed us, returned us to the original state of affairs. He was wounded for your transgressions. He was bruised. For your your iniquities, the chastisement of your peace was laid upon him and with and by his stripes you were and are healed. Isaiah 53, 5 in the Old Covenant, 1 Peter 2, 24 in the New Covenant. Shout it out loud, type it. Everybody type it, everybody, everybody type it. Share this right now. Like this right now. Ring that bell right now. Do it. Don't beg God. Worry is an insult to God. You must have no inferiority complex when you come before the throne of grace Your Bible says by the blood of Jesus Christ, we have access, think of that, to the throne of God inside the Holy of Holies where sits the Ark of the Covenant, where dwells the glory of God. You know what the glory is? The manifested tangibility of God that is with you right there where you are right now. I want you to know that you do not have to beg God. I am teaching on these Healing Wednesdays from the book that God gave me five and a half years ago. Now, it was not a book at that time. It was a journal that I kept of the scriptures. And the confessions that I would make day after day after day after day for two hours in the morning, two hours every evening, confessing most of the time, moving only my mouth because I was attacked with squamous cell carcinoma of the vocal cords. It is cancer, my dear friend. I heard those words. On the phone, (laughs) I heard those words that no one wants to hear that attempt to strike terror and fear in the hearts of men, cancer, cancer. I heard those words on the 30th of June, 2015, and I determined I would not beg God I determined I would get in God's Word. You should know some of the things that are in this journal. It's the most requested product that we have ever had. I I have written over 200 books, but if everybody could trade all of them for one, it would be this one. I've been teaching out of it for weeks and weeks and weeks, and I'm going to teach out of it for weeks more so that we get more testimonies like Cynthia Hart, who sent me her testimony. She, HPS, that's Harvest Preparatory School I was telling you about, was in a seven-day student-led revival. That's what Harvest Preparatory School Network will be seeing across America. A student-led seven-day revival. Cynthia, a teacher, was in the hospital at the time with a very severe heart issue. The principal called into her hospital room while the students were declaring healing scriptures from this book over the telephone into her hospital room, those students learning to use the word of God, sharper than a two-edged sword, they stood in faith. They declared and decreed to her that she was healed in Jesus' name. In a matter of hours, she was discharged, no complications, no issues, the doctors report, they could find nothing wrong with her body at all. And she was discharged forthwith. I got this testimony on Instagram. After four miscarriages, I found out that I was pregnant. What a happy day but the doctor told me that my HCG and other levels were not increasing as they should be. I called your prayer line. It's here 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We're the only national ministry that I know that mans a 24 hour a day, seven day a week, live prayer line. We believe in prayer. She said the partner declared and decreed that God would sustain my pregnancy. And she said, just wanted to let you know this testimony. My son's now 16 years old. What are you believing for? What are you believing for? This is the night, Father. Increase their faith now. I've never done this before, but I pray for you right now That during the next few moments that we have together, an increase of faith is coming to you through the impartation of the gift of faith and its tangibility that I'm releasing to you right now. Your faith is increasing right now. Get ready for a miracle. Get ready for a breakthrough. Get ready for a turnaround in your finances. Get ready for that decision that you made that wreaked wreaked havoc in your life to be turned around. Something good. I hear my mentor, Dr. Oral Roberts, saying up out of my belly right now. Something good is about to happen to you. Right now, tonight, tell somebody, get online, Rolanda in Texas, VCC, Valor Christian College online student, her husband's heart, right side in large. Father, in the glorious name of Jesus, I thank you that you were a healer you are our healer, you will ever be our healer. If you're afflicted in your body right now, put your left hand wherever that affliction is, in the name of Jesus Christ, I release the healing virtue of the Prince of God into your physical body, into your soul. Ha, into your spirit, which has been all but crushed by the adversary. I speak life to you now. Life to you now. Life to you now. Here's what I wrote down in this powerful Be Made Whole journal that you have to get one. And if you just leave your information, so a $20 seed, I will immediately download it to you, and then I will send you a physical copy. So you need to get it. Get it. Listen to this. I, I, wrote, I wrote this quote. Can you see him? There he hangs, pale and pallid, bleeding from every pore of his body, bloodletting by which the very veins of God himself were emptied. And with every red drop that flows from his riven side, runs freely down his naked flesh and drips from his toes into bloody pools on the earth, each splash declares, I'm doing this for you. These words have never been penned greater than these. What a friend we have in Jesus. You were healed by the blood of Jesus. Let me give you this. The King James translation of Exodus 15 and 26 Says, for I am the Lord that healeth thee. You can look to Pastor, Pastor Rod or another person with a healing ministry as if they are the healer. Only Jesus can heal you, only Jesus created you. Only Jesus, through his sacrificial death on Calvary, paid the price for you to be redeemed. Do you know that Adam and Eve were created never to die? Do you know that your body renews every cell in itself without any help from anybody every seven years? By the time you're 21 years old, you've already had three completely different physical bodies. You are a spirit. And your Bible says, I need to tell somebody this, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. Don't beg God. Here's why. In this tremendous ministry resource, on page 29, I give you several more accurate mm translations, not paraphrases, translations of these words, I am the Lord that healeth in the King James, thee. That's who he is. He, he doesn't have healing. He is healing. He doesn't have blessing, he is blessing. He doesn't possess light, he is light. He doesn't have knowledge, he is knowledge. This is God. Now watch, I am the Lord that healeth thee. In the New English Bible, it translates, I the Lord am your healer. Oh, thank you, Father. Would you just say right now, as loud as you possibly can, Jesus is my healer. You may be only able to whisper. For nearly two years, I couldn't talk using my vocal cords, but I still made those confessions. I would just open my mouth. They're all through this book. What I said, I said this every day. You are my healer. Watch it. The next translation is from the basic English. I am the Lord, your life giver. I am the Lord, your life giver. Sickness is limited death. It is not life. And God didn't put sickness on you. He said, if you obey his word, he would put none of these sicknesses upon you, nor plagues. That's not God's work. God's work is to redeem, to return you to the state you're in, not only to give you healing, but so that you could live in divine health, spirit, soul, and body.